Oscar nominations were announced today, and leading the way with 11 nominations was Joker. Yeah. That's right, I got the nod for Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Reason Not to Get a Clown for Your Kid's Birthday. Yeah. Quick reaction from Sean since he was sick yesterday with the fever to the Oscar nominations. Sean's got the fever. <laughs> uh, I, I remain baffled that Joker got 11 nominations. Okay, that uh, seems to be a, a common theme. Yeah, other than that, uh, you know, the, the, the typical narratives, the, Greta Gerwig should have gotten something for a little... I can't say that. I haven't seen the movie yet. But uh, right. from her, based on her previous work and the, the amount of other nominations this movie got... I can assume it's good enough to get recognition. I have no problem with her if she, if she got in, particularly for Todd Phillips' spot for directing The Joker because I didn't like it as much as a lot of people did. Uh, but for the most part, I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, really good year for movies overall, I, I feel. Just, I just don't understand how stuff... I don't, I don't understand how we divide in, in our minds at this point movies and TV shows and why we do it. And uh, what's the difference between something that was oh, on a big screen and I watched it on TV? It's a vestige of the past. It, It'll it really go away is. soon. It really is. We'll have the anti awards just for entertainment, screen entertainment, I, visual entertainment. I watch some of the good shows. <laughs> and the nominees for best TikTok are. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I watch some of the good shows on Disney or Netflix or whatever, and they're they're fantastic. But yeah. they're a TV show. Right. 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 Whatever. Finish the Mandalorian. When's the next season for Mandalorian start? Because my son is obsessed with it. Every every day during break is can we watch it? There's only two episodes left. Can we watch tonight? Can we watch tonight? Uh, the already uh, renewed for season two. I believe season two is scheduled to launch fall oh, of uh, this year. He's not going to be happy to hear about that. When you're nine, <laughs> next fall might as well be. <laughs> sure, you when you're dead. Thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why did I watch those for something that's going to happen next? <laughs> I, I saw an editorial, Sean, that I didn't read because I'm an adult and have adult uh, matters to contemplate. But said the Mandalorian really needs a sidekick. He's kind of, kind of had one, this really tough girl that beat the hell out of people. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Super tough girl. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's, but sexy? It's, boy, yeah, that's a tough one. She's attractive. Yeah, she's, she's attractive. She's, she's, she, was a, she was a former UFC fighter. Yeah, she's like an NFL lineman uh, built. Okay. Gina Carano is her name, and uh, she's been dabbling in acting. Why do you since know she, that? Because uh, I used to follow UFC when she was uh, in oh. it, and I, I think I even interviewed her. Oh, once. I'm sorry. So this, this is a uh, mixed martial arts. I was thinking pro wrestling. No, 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 no. She was a mixed an martial artist. She was an actual, She would choke out every single person in the I studio. I believe it. She almost beat up the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a lovely young woman. Oh, Great she looks Scott. bigger in the show. They they must put her in. Oh, that picture oh, yeah. down there on the left, that one down there in the gold, that's a better. That's what she looks like on the show. She is. She'd beat the hell out of you. <laughs> why? I'm a nice person. Uh, yeah, why would she do that? She might fall madly in love with me, Jack. The, the show, we might have a happy life together. Can I think about that just for a couple of minutes? And we'd probably have an active, you know, love life. Let me think about that for a minute. My wife does hasn't watched The Mandalorian with my son, but she's super into the Baby Yoda thing, only in that it's such a meme on Facebook, uh-huh. and people make everything about Baby Yoda. Huh. I mean, it's just never-ending, whether it's politics or no matter parenting, whatever you're talking about, Baby Yoda is worked in somehow. Just, I understand the appeal of socialism way better than I understand the appeal of Baby Yoda. <laughs> I, I don't get that meme at all. A fun game. Remind her that Baby Yoda's 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, some species age differently, apparently. But uh, it's it's the Mandalorian in particular. It's a space western, uh, so I don't necessarily have a problem with the Lone Ranger aspect of it. Lone Ranger had a sidekick. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Tonto. I should watch the show. Tonto. A little racist, but just a little. Um. Oh, my God. This website Not is... Not really a Lone Ranger, then, is he? 
Well, arguably, there were no other rangers, but you're right. He was not <laughs> alone as the Lone Ranger. He was an accompanied ranger. He's not the alone ranger. <laughs> He's the, the accompanied lone ranger. ranger. Right, right. The lone Indian was with the lone ranger, and the two of them together were, well, unbeatable. This website's asking me if I'd like to accept cookies, which reminds me. So my uh, my sweetheart, mm-hmm, my, my, my 20-year-old uh, little D, went back to college, actually with a stop at her boyfriend's family's house for about a week before classes start again. Um and, uh, and 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 she made a bunch of ginger uh, gingerbread cookies before she left. Oh my God! It's it's definitely in my top three cookies. Um, and 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 uh, and I told her, listen, take all of them. Leave me a couple. Leave me a couple. She said, a couple, Dad. I said, all right, three or four. Leave me three or four. Well, she ends up leaving me like ten. And this is the beautiful part, I thought. My wife is back on the the wagon, post-holiday eating and drinking. Judy is hardcore. Time to work off these holiday pounds. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, I played this so right. <laughs> I acted like I didn't want cookies because my daughter loves her daddy. I got a lot of cookies. Judy's on the wagon. I get all the cookies. Turns out Judy's mostly on the wagon. Mm. And so we're sitting there uh, uh, watching. We're about to watch a little TV last night. And I hear the the cookie tin open. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not supposed to be happening. And I look over. And my on the wagon wife grabbing herself one or more gingerbread cookies. Dang it. I should have gone ahead and said, leave 10. That way she would have left 25. You know you know what I wish I could do? Because I weighed myself this morning, and I know this time of year people are, are really paying attention to weight and working out, or at least that's what the studies show. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the same weight that I was uh, most of my adult life, but I'm, I'm the same weight that I was in 1991. I, Joe, have varied by 50 pounds through my adult life. Yes, that is correct. But I was I was trying to figure out when I was in the best shape of my Between life. Between 450 and 500 pounds. No, 89 probably. So the, I was probably in the best shape of my, shape of my life in 1989, 90. Okay. I was going to the gym a lot. I worked at a radio station that had a gym. I was single, just doing that whole thing. Working out a lot. I weighed exactly the same as I do now. I look completely different. <laughs> so that that's what's interesting about how about the whole weight thing, since we get focused on how much you weigh. Maybe smart people don't. But um, I wish I had a, a picture of me. Naked from 1989. <laughs> oh, me too. No, you don't. Me too. I don't. Me too. Uh, <laughs> it seems problematic. Okay, in my underwear. Um, and a picture of me now and say, look, those two people weigh the same. In your underwear and pasties. Okay? Those two people weigh the same. <laughs> they, they don't look like the same right. thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. That is down there. Right. That's over there. <laughs> which, which reminds me. I'm sorry. Is there more to that thought? No, just, you know, you can't go by weight on how well you're doing in terms well, of being it, in shape. It's and part of it. No, no, definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, come on. I, but, but you you in 1989, Jack, can't compare yourself. You in six weeks ago, Jack, really can, weight-wise. Yeah. I think that's yeah. legitimate. And I was thinking about this. And, and listen, this is the final word on the topic. Sometimes I will say this is what I think, but I will freely grant you that I might be wrong. This time I am absolutely right. And and you will follow this advice or you will suffer for it. Okay. Weigh yourself every day. 
or maybe you skip the weekends five days a week. There's this ridiculous notion. I hear it from women mostly. You shouldn't weigh yourself every day because your weight varies so much and you it can be discouraging. Listen, the idea that if you reduce, so just weigh yourself once a week. Well, the problem is, what That's if a that... terrible idea. It's stupid, and it defies logic. And I'm tempted to make a sexist joke here, but I won't, <laughs> because I'm being sincere, because I care about you. Um, to reduce the number of data points to make the occasional inaccurate piece of data more relevant is the opposite of the way data works. What if that one day a week was the week that you're artificially, maybe you're dehydrated, from the previous evening slash all night. Or maybe your weight is up a little bit in a way it's going to go away tomorrow. Why would you let that inaccurate data point stand? If you weigh yourself every day or virtually every day, you will see the patterns. And then when you have an update, you'll think, oh, that's just an update. Because you, you know you're doing the right things. It's just silly. I hate illogic. It makes me crazy. So weigh yourself every day. <laughs> it will take you out two weeks until you realize, oh, these are the patterns. Right. You'll it, be happy. It ends up looking like the stock market. Uh, up and down, but generally up, or up and down and generally down. Exactly, that's a good example. That's what it looked. That's what my no, chart looks no, like. No, just look at the stock market once a week, <laughs> and you'll know what the markets do. No, no, you won't. Um, Elizabeth Warren seems to be swinging for the fence. Very svelte woman, by the way. Very slim. She's a good-looking seventy-year-old. Would you is. like pictures of her naked too? <laughs> what about she weighed in nineteen eighty-nine? <laughs> So, Ask her while you're getting a selfie taken. By the way, it was pointed out those aren't selfies because she has someone else take them. So we got more on that coming up Just in a second. Just a photograph. She is swinging for the fences. Liar. There's a debate tonight. New breaking comments on that next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Meanwhile, America's favorite cigar store Indian, Elizabeth Warren, is slipping down the totem poles. But she doesn't care, because she's winning the selfie primary. I should start out by saying, I just don't comment on polls, don't, and I actually don't really look at them. But I'll tell you this, the best part of this whole year has been doing what I do, which is getting out and doing town halls. It's reaching out to people. I'm closing in on 200 town halls. We've already shot past 100,000 selfies. 100,000 face-to-face selfies is pretty spectacular when you consider this stunning CBS News headline. I never wash my face. Wow. Nope. Not one of those. 100,000 selfies with someone who never washes their face is a record for any major Democrat contender, save for the third hobo on the left at the bus station in Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco. (laughs) Slipping down the totem poles is my favorite line. (laughs) I get it. I just shot at the whole Indian thing. So there's a debate tonight, and Nancy uh, Nancy Pelosi... Elizabeth Warren just said something, did something, so I want to get to that. So yesterday, she she brought this up. Play play 27, if you can. Elizabeth Warren introduced this the day before in a debate, and I don't think that's an accident. I was disappointed to hear that Bernie is sending his volunteers out to trash me. I hope Bernie reconsiders and turns his campaign in a different direction. So she complains. She claims that 
Bernie once said to her, a woman can't win, and then yesterday she came out and claimed that Bernie's supporters are out, or, or, or uh, staffers right. are out saying bad things about her, and I hope Bernie does the right thing and turns it around, and you know... <laughs> Obviously, trying to evoke a response is mm-hmm. that's that's why you do it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Go negative on old Bernie, and um, I don't know. I think that's pretty interesting that that happened the day before a debate. Now, this just across from the hill, Warren pledges to cancel most student loan debt without Congress on first day in office. Can't announces do that. that the day of the debate. Well, of course you can't do that. <laughs> so, I would like to know what her game is. Her game is putting on the Santa Claus outfit now, now Biden, down the chimney. Biden and Buttigieg are going to say, you can't do that. It's unconstitutional. Right. That's, you know, there's no point in saying things that can't happen. I didn't decide to run for president to not think boldly. To talk about what I can't do. Right. Um, That is her line. And, and the stupid people say, yeah. <laughs> and the stupid people say, yeah. <laughs> But I don't know if she if she feels like she's boxing in Bernie because he he doesn't want to say look you can't do that I don't know I have no idea what she's up to but she's taken a couple of big swings in uh, 48 hours before a debate and we'll see what happens you know com- you'll see what happens I ain't gonna watch Comrade Bernie for all his sins the idea that he said no woman can be president plays they belong in a kitchen I mean it's just <laughs> I, again for all his sins there's no way he ever said that no it's is it conceivable. He said, I'm afraid America is still too sexist, and a woman can't win. Maybe he was uh, pessimistic and unhappy about that. I think he would explain it's that. It's conceivable. I think but... he's honest that way that he might explain Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he said yesterday, I've never said anything like that. He right. said, try to imagine me saying I know. to a woman that I don't think a woman can be pre- Why would I do that? Right, it's insane. <laughs> it's, it's idiotic. Yeah, Liz is a big phony. The more you follow her, the more you know she's a phony. She will go away. It's all about Biden and the old communist. Then cute little Mayor Pete, nah, forget him. But we'll uh, find out in what, in a it's couple of It's a Bernie Biden race, I heard somebody say, and I thought, you know, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, that's I, about think, right. I think probably a Bernie Biden race. Hopefully it's right. a short race. They don't really have the lung capacity to, <laughs> to do anything beyond several yards at this point. Right, good point. Uh, what is the average age between those two, two guys? 75? No, they're both older than that. Are they? Yeah. Oh, golly. Bernie's 78 and Biden's 77, I believe. Holy crap. That's Rolling Stones old. That is correct. Wow. Wow. Well, as I said yesterday, if the cat of the Democratic Party eventually coughs up the hairball of a candidate, let us know which one it is, and then it will be off and running. Now, I tell you what, this stuff is way, way, way played out. But I got to admit, when it comes to the general, the general election... And it's Trump on stage with some uh, some would-be president. The two of them are going toe-to-toe. I cannot wait for that. Oh, yeah. I'm as everybody as excited about that as I am the conference championship games this weekend. First debate between Trump and whoever the nominee is is going to be crazy ratings. Oh, insane ratings. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be able to sleep the night before. I'm going to be like a seven-year-old on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait. Oh, boy. But I will wait because I have to. Do you know most states and cities are passing laws saying employers can't ask about salary history? I don't believe I've ever been asked about salary history, but then Sean, who's applied for jobs more recently than I have, said it's common when you're filling out forms I for them to say... I have been back in the day when I had a real job. What did you get paid at your last job? I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time. Nunya is the answer. Or lie. Why wouldn't you yeah. say, oh yeah, they are paying me a 
Quite a bit. It was $1.2 million. I don't expect that here, but uh, it was good money. Half that and I would do the job. Good. I saved most of it, so I'm willing to uh, take less than that. Yeah, I, I, there's absolutely no reason for the government to get involved in that question. It's pathetic. What? God, I hit the nanny government. So there's a difference. Just in- because you don't like it doesn't mean the government needs to fix it. There's a difference in the way you're treated by a future employer based on that information. Workers who did not show potential employers their pay history had double-digit jumps in their wages and were able to bargain better wages than workers who revealed their past pay. Of course. I mean, that just seems pretty logical to me. Yeah, yeah. In most cases. So is there, in the in the free market solution to this, if a company made the thing, well, we're just not going to hire people who don't disclose what they made. They'd be screwed. Especially if most of America caught on to the fact that, and this is true, make the other person throw out the first number. Always. Always, always, always. Um, but if both people believe that, then you have a staring contest. Well, if they want, if they need a worker, uh, the, you would be, um, and listen, it's a good theoretical question. Right. But if you had to go through... <laughs> I've had that happen at, like, car lots and stuff. I mean, you're oh, yeah. basically... Oh, until, <laughs> until it's almost hilarious. Well, I don't know. What do you think the car's worth? Well, you're a car dealer. You would know. You're the expert. I'll defer to you. Well, you're the buyer, and the buyer's always right on Joe's used car. So, right. Exactly. But if you got to work through, like, your first ten candidates till you get someone who'll fess up what they used to make, you're passing up too many good candidates. Wouldn't happen. The Armstrong and Getty Show. play that why does that stand out that's one guy singing both parts singing both the dude and the chick in a holy duet holy crap not edited together that's in real time just pivoting but i watched the video of it it looks like it was camera trip look I, if you're a dude who can sing convincingly like a woman and people think it's a woman that's crazy if you can sing like a great Singer who's a woman? Yeah. That just ain't right. Before I heard that, so Sean had picked, I knew what this was. I knew the punchline, but I thought, oh, okay. So you think, yeah, and then he sings, ah, I am a man. And I am a girl. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Okay, that I can picture. But that was, there was not a hint of that's a dude in the girl <clears throat> singing there. Yeah. So you want to hear it again? Yeah, sure. That's not right. Lead us to a place. Guide us with your eyes. You must wait so well. That person's a wizard. He's I don't a, know what to that say. That is the one person on earth who can do that that well. That's astonishing. Yeah, it is. And I was just thinking. 
What's that talent going to end up being worth to him? In the modern world where everybody checks out on a YouTube video, wow, that's cool, and then goes on to the next thing. Yeah. So, like, when Joe and I were kids, he would have been on The Tonight Show, and then he would have been on all the variety shows, well, and the, then maybe gotten his own variety and, show and, for a little while. And or, and or just toured nightclubs for a decade or more. Yeah, and now that, he's competing on America's Got Talent. Maybe he gets some sort of uh, pickup off of that. Or yeah. I, I, Now, with the constant flow of entertainment, you watch the YouTube video for... 15 seconds. Wow, that's interesting. How does he do that? And you move on to the next thing in your life, and that's that. If some ventriloquist beats that guy on America's Got Talent, (laughs) I'm going to be so upset. Hey, a couple of notes from the presidential race that uh, research shows you don't care about. Here's something (sighs) that I think is interesting enough you should care about it. Okay. Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire, one, he's already spent $200 million. He's on track to by next month, have spent as much as Barack Obama spent in an entire presidential campaign. And this is just, you know, a couple of months of the primary. Right. Holy cow. That's how much more money he's spending than anybody has ever spent before. And he announced last week, and this this got this should be big news, he pledged he's willing to spend up to a billion dollars, that alone is amazing, of his, money, of his right? own money, yeah. even if he's not the candidate, even if it's oh. somebody he disagrees with, like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. To like, elect a Democrat. Yeah, to yeah, beat okay. Trump. Yeah. To beat Trump. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. He's willing to spend a billion dollars on someone else to beat Trump, even if it's somebody he doesn't agree with. He's the one out there saying, no, they're promising you things that can't happen. I believe in not lying to people. Mm. Like Elizabeth He's Warren. He's a fool. Never just, get elected. Elizabeth Warren lied to everybody just like a half an hour ago. She said, I will erase all college debt day one. <laughs> she doesn't have that power. No. But um, but that's something. And so this could How be- old is he? He's like 82, isn't he? He's crazy. Old. 80 as well, not 82. He's, he's like late 70s, like Biden he's and Bernie. He's older than all of them, I believe. No, 77. Okay. Is he? Yeah. Okay. It's right in the sweet spot for Democratic candidates. Right. That's still quite old. Um, duh, duh, what was I going to say? Oh, this, this, I think this could blow open politics, though. If he ends up winning or, or, or making somebody else win, it might just be a billionaire's ball game from here on out. Just billionaires decide what would be best for me and my business or things I care about, and they win an election. I'm not sure that's that different than what's going on right now. Just because the money guys, the big money guys, um, they they have a, a huge influence in who the candidate ends it's up usually being. usually spread and out more, gives more money and all. At least it's spread out a, a few more people. The idea that a person can decide, I don't like this guy being president. I'm going to make sure he's not president anymore. Yeah. Well, one you, guy. Yeah, but it's, yeah, you're right. Although more money doesn't mean more votes, it doesn't mean a victory. Bloomberg, Hasn't in the past. Bloomberg can give a billion dollars to Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders will never be the president of the United States. It will never happen. Yeah, and that that's been true in the past. But uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. And here. according to this website, if Bloomberg does just hand over a billion dollars to a candidate, he'd still have fifty-seven billion point fifty-seven yeah. point four billion yeah, left. Wow. The thing is, nobody's ever spent this kind of money before. So all the all the test cases for money can't buy you an election are way smaller amounts of money. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I, you could. You could have a fleshed-out, get-out-the-vote staff in every uh, city, town, and hamlet in America with money. I generally think of advertising because I'm in the media business, but in terms of infrastructure and get-out-the-vote people, which is critically important. What about this? Nobody's ever done this. If if you're going to start spending a billion dollars or more, if he's got $58 he could spend a lot of money. What if he just went to the swing states? I don't know what the population of Wisconsin is. 
I don't know how many thirty-five thousand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many people you need. But so you do the research. How many people do I need to win the primary or to win the state of Wisconsin? Right. And you just tell everybody, I'll write y'all a, two, a check for two thousand dollars. <laughs> everybody gets a check for two thousand dollars if Bernie wins the state of Wisconsin. Oh, it's Can like you if, do that? if your opponent misses two free throws in a row, you get a free taco at the NBA <laughs> yeah, game. Very it's similar. just like that. It's just plain, so people hey, be, Wisconsin, Biden wins, beats Trump in Wisconsin, everybody gets a check for $2,000. Well, if you're Period. talking about the number of people it would take to turn the vote, it would, it would be definitely affordable. About 6 million people total in Wisconsin. Uh, how many registered voters are they? That's the question. It would be smaller than that, obviously, because you get... Children and Obviously. people are Certainly. Imbeciles. So, <laughs> the non-registered. So, 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 so you tell 4 million uh, uh, registered adult voters, you each get a check for $2,000. Just make sure Biden wins. Well, yes. I'm telling you, if you did it credibly, if they believed you with 100,000 voters, you would win. And that's $2 million. So, Why Trump change, it, Michael Bloomberg is that has that in his 75-foot-long couch. As legal? <laughs> is that legal? That his little feet dangle on top of, because he's very, very short. Paying voters? Uh, probably, yes. I, I have a feeling this would run afoul of polling laws. But Bloomberg has enough lawyers, they could find a loophole. So the government can do that. Elizabeth Warren just did that. Hey, college students, yeah. vote for me, and I will give you $30,000. Yeah, or whatever it is you owe right. on your... Co- she did exactly the same thing. Yes. What if it wasn't tied to an if Bernie wins thing? What if it was just, prove to me you voted, and I will pay you $2,000? Surely you could do that. That couldn't be against the law. I don't know. How's that not just I like... I would uh, have to know Wisconsin electoral law, and I don't. I think, well, we're going to see an effort made to buy an election. Yeah, yeah. Well, the difference, the, the student loan thing is she's going to do it through lawful policy. And that's the great, uh, you know, one step remove of politics. It's bribery. It's worse. Bloomberg would be giving his own money that he made. She wants to give my money. She wants to take my money and give it to the voters who vote the way she wants. It makes a difference. So what she's doing is clearly (laughs) worse than what Bloomberg, my my fantasy Bloomberg scenario. Yeah. Yep. Uh, This is my... uh, He's not saying I'll steal some of Jack's money and give it to you. Let's see. Uh, Here you go. Here's my favorite uh, quote about politics from H.L. Mencken. Uh, The state, or to make matters more concrete, the government, consists of a gang of men and women like you and me. They have, one or another, no special talent for the business of government. They have only a talent for getting and holding office. Their principal device to that end is to search out groups who pant and pine for something they can't get and promise to give it to them. Nine times out of ten, that promise is worth nothing. The tenth time, it's made good by looting person A to satisfy person B. Okay? And here's the key quote. In other words, government is a broker in pillage. And every election is a sort of advanced auction sale of stolen goods. Wow. So that that's the, that's current politics, because he wrote that, what, last month? Two months ago? 1936, yeah. that's he something. wrote that. Every election yeah. is an auction of stolen goods. It's, <laughs> it's an auction in advance of stolen goods. And again, the way they get office, which is the only thing they're good at, is to promise you other people's stuff. Nine times out of ten... That promise is fraudulent, and the tenth time it's theft. In other words, government 
is a broker in pillage, and every election is a sort of advanced auction of stolen goods. So it's interesting. You got this billionaire, Michael Bloomberg, who says he'd even support candidates that he doesn't agree with. He 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 isn't a socialist, and he doesn't agree with the Bernie way, for instance. Just to beat Trump. Just to beat Trump. Well, so that's, Sean and that's I were, absurd. Sean and I were discussing. It's got to be some New York billionaire beef that goes back years. That's he, beyond policy. You got something there. Some sort of, he got bumped for a table reservation in 86 or something. <laughs> and he's still really mad about it. Some, yeah. some land permit that somebody got the runaround on or Trump didn't pay the city something, something. I could I could believe that. I could too. I mean, if there was a Republican, because, you know, Republicans are always called racist and fascist by, by lefties. It's just what you people do, even when it's patently absurd. Mitt Romney's a fascist. Could anything be more absurd? The governor of Massachusetts who invented Romney care. Anyway, but you get that all the time. But if there were an actual fascist running for the Republican nomination, because Bernie is to the left what a fascist would be to the right, taking enormous powers into the government, radically restructuring our society, our economy, the rest of it. I mean, a crazy turn for our government. Any Republican who say, listen, I'll support a fascist before I support Joe Biden would be a lunatic. That's a crazy thing to say. I think Bloomberg and Trump hate each other going way, way back. I'll bet you're right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. And it'd be funny to hear what the origin story is. Yes. And, and listen. Trump made a joke about him at a, a charity dinner. I mean, it could be that. Or he did some sort of end run around him to, to cheat him out of some apartment complex project. I, I believe it. Mm. I absolutely would believe it's true. But, yeah, it smells of a personal beef to me. <laughs> yeah. Marianne Williamson, if she's the candidate, I will give a billion dollars to get her elected. <laughs> we slam it like nobody's business. Well, I grant you that. She's out of the race. She's Fair in. criticism. It's disappointing. She could get back in. It's America, Jack. Um, Land of the free. We only got one segment left in this uh, version of the um, Pining and Panting show. Oh, I have a great idea via listener. Okay. A great idea. A great idea next. Oh. On this segment. Armstrong and Getty. The best picture category includes movies like 1917 and Marriage Story, which is why next year some studio will try to get nominated by making a movie called World War One Clown Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Wow. <laughs> I like that joke. Got this note from uh, Aileen Anonymous. We'll leave it there. Been listening to you guys for over 20 years. Love you guys. Um, uh, Aileen happens to be a Sacramentan, capital city, California, where the Armstrong and Getty show started 21 plus years ago. Which 21 us? years ago, Gerald Ford was president. Disco ruled the charts. A young Marlon Brando starting on the waterfront. And we are now in our mid 80s. World War II raged on. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, where was she? Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, she also has some inside information on what she's talking about. Okay. I'm disgusted on a daily basis as I see bums, junkies, their camps, the trash, the filth they leave behind. 
As I was running errands today, as always, there was a sign-holding bum at the corner of Street and Street asking for money. This, by the way, this intersection is not far from where pretty boy Governor Gavin Newsom lives. It occurred to me that all of us fed up with the bums on every street corner should take over the intersections with our own signs. And this this could be anybody in any any city. Signs saying, like, for instance, honk if you're sick and tired of California's oh, bum explosion. That's a great one. If I had, if I was, you know, like a retired guy, I would do that. Don't give money to junkie beggars. That's one I threw in there. I'll bet you can come up with your own suggestions. Uh, I'm sure you guys could keep up with come up with something a little more creative and hilarious. Thanks for keeping me sane and calling out political correctness. Um, I love that idea. I I'm afraid there might be a potential for violence. Yeah. I agree. I mean, because these bums and junkies, some of them are strapping young men. They get their corner, and you don't dare work their corner. And they'll kick you right off of it. Because these, sometimes these are hard-ass drug addicts. And I just I don't want any middle-aged lady to decide this is a funny idea and get punched in the face. Right. I need to raise my money for uh, buying my uh, however much month I need today. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, I'm not joking around here. I'm I'm a drug addict. Although I love the idea of people on virtually every busy street corner with a a sign that says "Don't give money to begging junkies" and or the homeless crisis is a drug crisis. Wake up, you know something like that. I you know, gosh dang it, a- a- Aileen, thank you for the suggestion. I'm going to noodle that through and see if I can come up with a plan that. I, I just I wouldn't want to get anybody hurt, partly because you know I'm, I like to think of myself as a moral human being, and partly because I don't want to get sued. But I love the idea. A little activism, huh? So we got this text. Um, I've had to submit my prior wage a ton of times applying for a job. I always thought it was a legitimate question. No, well I don't know, but uh, several states are outlawing it. Well, if they put the little red asterisk and it says required field. You would just fill it out. Uh, yeah, or, you know, fill it out and say, ask me, let's discuss, um, not put a number in. But Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. And if you're a, a stubborn, uh, independent type like ourselves, you kind of already know this about life. Someone will come to you and use their voice of authority and tell you, yes, this is required information. Right, exactly. Mm, But it ain't. One manager said, we use that question to determine if you are making more money over time or going backwards, which could indicate something suspicious. Oh, yeah, it's not a completely phony desire for information, but it's a desire for information. We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Wow. Thanks, oddly soothing man. Here's your host. That's amazing how that just like makes me kind of like calm and I know, tired. I know. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Are those Tibetan bowls in the background? Very <laughs> soothing. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show. Michelangelo, pressing the buttons in the control room. Final thought? Yep. Sticking with my New Year's resolution of getting in shape. I have 10 months till my wedding, and I want to be able to wear a tearaway tuxedo. <laughs> nice. It's good to have goals. Positive Sean, back from the fever. Your final thought? Yes, I have never uh, yet crossed the threshold into gambling on award shows, but there is a foreign feature film that is nominated in both the foreign feature category and the best picture category. 
it seems like there's no other foreign feature film that could win the foreign feature category. Oh, good one. I want to put my entire net worth on that. I think I may need to reach out to uh, former newsman Marshall Phillips, see if he knows a guy who's taking those sort of bets. Right. You know, that does make sense. Jack, a final thought for us? Just because Joe brought it up, this happens a lot now when I'm filling out forms for buying things or whatever, and they have these required things, that the information that they want. And I'm saying we all got to start saying, no, you don't need my email address for me to buy this from you today. Right. You just don't need it. Fight the power. Way to go. My final thought, I talked a little bit yesterday about Neil Peart, the drummer and lyricist for Rush, one of my favorite bands who passed away. Brilliant guy. Um, it occurred to me that their best-known song, Tom Sawyer, I heard it yesterday for the millionth time, and it occurred to me, I've spent my entire adult life trying to be the character in that song. And I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. I was probably attracted to the song because I was already uh, stubbornly independent when it came out way back in the day. But though his mind is not for rent, don't put him down as arrogant. His reserve, a quiet defense, riding out the day's events. And his mind is not for rent to any god or government. I like breakup songs. Sad songs say so much, Jack. Elton oh, John said that. Armstrong and Getty Talented. Talented. Another grueling four-hour work there. So many people, so thanks to a little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the podcasts are there. You buy some A&G swag, huh? God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Coming up, America's hottest new curse word, Kleeman. We'll tell you what it means after this. Armstrong and Getty.